December 10th, 10 minutes to 10, ah, 10, 10, 10, pretty damn dope, December 10th, 10 minutes to 10, might want to fuck with that on one of these lotto type joints on a cash three or something, anyhow, I don't even really have much to say, um, tonight, I tried to record the other day, and the file ended up getting corrupt somehow, um, so I'm coming to you again, because, um, the people that pay me to do this, told me I better get my shit together, I was like, I got it, I got it, and I didn't do it, and another two days passed, and then I got that email today with that check engine light on it, like, about to shut you down, playboy, um, Yo, I I always listen to like hip hop music, urban music, if you will. And I fuck with Nipsey, but a song came on my Pandora the other day, a bonus track. Yo, like this shit was a banger. Like stupid. So I went on Facebook and I put like, yo, this Nipsey shit is a banger right here, this bonus track. How about my white friends was like, yo, get your shit together. We've been on that. Huh? Oh, I got something I can talk about. So, um, shout out to my brother locked up in Baltimore doing three life sentences to be served consecutively back to back to back. He ain't never getting out. V, I love you. Uh, haven't been up to see you in a couple of years, but in 2020, Lord willing, I'm gonna come see you. Haven't forgot about you. We still write all the time. You still write me. I still write you. Uh, never forget you and things you taught me growing up. I love you, bro. But I was having a conversation with him, and I'm remembering some of the words that he said. They've always resonated with me about having a strong woman behind you being a strong man. He's like, yo, you can't name not one man with power and true wealth, true wealth, true power. Not just like a rich guy who signed an NFL contract, but a guy with wealth and power together that um that doesn't have a very strong female behind him. Uh, like about checks and balances. Like I got my nine to five. I'm trying to break through an apparel market. I do a little bit of like uniform type shit. Um, I do batting gloves and I'm trying to develop my own bat and I've since had my own balls come out. Um, I, like I, a few things I had come out Bam Tank um, Fat Boy of the Week Bam Athletics Like all of that's your checks And then like to reel you back in You gotta have a strong woman That's your balance So you check, 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 check All your shit you got going on You check, check, check And the woman reels you back in With your balance So I'm talking to him the other day And I'm like yeah, yeah But what about that Jeff Bezos dude Like buddy just got divorced He's like yeah and he got married right back to back with another woman. I'm like, fuck. So it brings me to like talk about something like uh, with a friend of mine. So I, I look at like real life things or things that I go through or the people that I know, the things that they go through. And I've already spoken with this young lady about it. And she said it was OK for me to mention it. Um, I have a very good friend of mine that I grew up with from the time I was like seven years old or so. Happens to be Caucasian. 
That white girl, Christina Aguilera. Jeezy. Um, she happens to be a lesbian woman, which I have absolutely no problem with lesbians. My girl got a girlfriend, but it's not that type of party. She and I have just been friends. We've always been friends. No romantic interest. She ain't feeling me. I'm not feeling her in that way. Um, I do care for her deeply. She's a very good friend. And, okay, so a little bit of background. She's dating a female. So I'm going to refer to the female by name, but I got to give you the background as to why her name is the way that it is. Her natural name, her God-given name, the name that her parents gave her is Rebecca. That's Stacy's mate. Rebecca, they started calling her Becky for short, which was cool with her. But then Plies came out with that song that give me that Becky. And Nay is um, Rebecca interested in a heterosexual relationship, nor performing any acts of oral sex, hashtag fellatio, on a man. So she went from Rebecca to Becky, from Becky to Brutus. And she likes to be referred to as a man, and I'm no one to disrespect whatever gender she um, she uh, identifies with. So I do as she wishes. No need for me to be disrespectful. So Brutus is Stacy's man. Just so you can follow the story, and I don't gotta say he, she, she, she. You you know the the story. Um, Brutus and Rebecca are together. Excuse me. Brutus and Stacy are together. Stacy calls me, and I'm her confidant, and um. Like I said, I love her. Known her for a very long time. They are in the process of trying to adopt. They're in a same-sex relationship, which I was positive because they've been off and on and they've always found each other in love. That they are going to be in a same-sex marriage. Which is shit. It's cool with me. Ain't nobody forcing me to do nothing. To each their own. Live and let live. So fast forward. Stacy and um, Brutus are trying to adopt and I think it's like the best fucking thing under the stars and the earth because they are both just very good people and they're just so fucking dope at being humans but Stacy is talking about um, leaving Brutus because she says Brutus works too much and I am very honest and um, sometimes I can come across as a bit abrasive but I mean nothing by it because I really do care for her but my thing is is that is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life one Brutus is building Brutus is building toward you guys' future two you guys are trying to adopt obviously there's some type of financial protocol and checklist evaluation that they're going to have to go through to ensure that you're able to um care for financially monetarily take care of a kid along with certain background checks hey you know what's pretty weird as i just as i think about it they both come from like super 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 religious backgrounds Hmm. it's a little weird Tend to be lesbians and hey whatever um She's talking about leaving Brutus, and I think it's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole fucking life. Because Stacy don't work, and Stacy don't want for nothing, and Stacy don't pay no fucking bills, and Stacy's driving a brand new 2019 Honda Accord 
which it ain't no luxury vehicle, but she ain't paying no fucking bills and it's brand ass new. Every time she turns the key, that shit goes from. So why should she be mad? And I told Stacy, I feel like it's the most selfish fucking thing ever for her to complain about the way Brutus works these long hours so she can live good. And she's talking about leaving him. And it's so selfish because Brutus has given her the option. Hey, if, if you, you know, if you grab a job, I won't have to work as hard. And yeah, we'll be able to spend more time together. But Stacy ain't down with that shit. So it's like the most selfish thing ever. And I relate to it because rewind back to my marriage, 1993. Same shit. She ain't want to work. I was busting my ass. Military, post office, and a little bit of, little bit of, no street activity here and there. Not that I'm proud of it. Um, but she was a housewife, and then I would come home. Man, fuck it, I'm a vent. I would come home, and the babies be in the same shitty ass diaper I left her in. Meanwhile, this motherfucker eating ice cream and shit on the goddamn sofa. Back then, people didn't have tile and wooden floors and panels like they do now. We had carpet. Wasn't even no fucking vacuum cleaner marks on the fucking carpet, man. No food cooked. You know I'm fat. No fucking food cooked. So I can easily identify where Brutus's plight, her gripe. So they've put me in a bad spot because recently I've also become Brutus's confidant. And I don't divulge anything as to what the other party is thinking because I care for them both and that ain't none of my goddamn business. I'm there to use my ears. You know, um, side point, there's a reason why you have two ears and one mouth. You should listen double the amount as what you'd speak. I'm just saying. And then Brutus gets a little upset, kind of punches some walls, has him laid hands on Stacy, but this motherfucker is kind of tough. I don't want that pressure. I don't want that problem. But that motherfucker's kind of tough, so she be punching walls and shit, and Stacy be upset and shit. But yo, when you got with Brutus, like you knew you had like a tough type chick, you know what I'm saying? And that shit don't turn off. But you try to clip her, not evident. And not existent And don't take me literally But you clip her balls His balls You know what I mean Cause you talk down to him And you don't create an environment where You build Brutus up to be a king <coughs> Excuse me I'm a little under the weather I'm sick Fuck under the weather I, don't, I feel like trash So She talks down to Brutus Treats, treats Brutus like shit Tell Brutus Call Brutus a fuckboy And all kind of shit and Brutus, like, instead of punching her, Brutus, like, punched the walls and shit. And, like, I seen the holes in the walls. And I'm like, God damn, this bitch is strong. Cock diesel, motherfucker. You know what I mean? So, my thing with Stacy, like, why why, why he got to be like that? And I'm not being rude because Brutus identifies as herself as, himself as being a man. And I don't want to be disrespectful to what her identi- his identity is. So, um... I'm like, you know what type of tough dude you with? That shit don't turn off. And you continue to um, take his balls. It's going to be a time where one of two things are going to happen. And you're going to want Brutus to do some king shit. But you ain't build him up to be a king. So this is where a woman's job is like so important. And what I'm telling you how my brother says there are no powerful 
truly powerful, truly wealthy men that don't have that check and balance of a strong woman behind them. So boom, one of two things are going to happen. One, you're going to get you a metrosexual, pretty boy. None against pretty boys, I just ain't pretty. I mean, when I had hair, like two braids, I had two long braids, some pretty curly hair like my daddy had that white boy, that Indian shit. Anyway, I had some nice hair. I used to be a pretty boy back then. I was skinny, I had abs and shit. No tattoos, all clean cut. I said, I post up some pictures one day. Anyway, you got your metrosexual dude, and when y'all go get ready to go to the movies or something, this motherfucker take longer than you. You know why? Cause he prettier than your ass is. Shit. So you gotta know what you got. You gotta know what you riding with. What's in your trunk? Y'all get into some shit. Some shit pop off. You say some shit. Some shit happen. He say some shit. Whatever the case may be, y'all in some shit. The shit pops off. But you got this metrosexual motherfucker. And he not really built to stand and deliver. So, the shit pops off and y'all gotta fucking run. Shit. You got on pumps. You struggling. And Twan got on flats. He get away. You in empower him, ladies. Your fucking job is important. You gotta make that man be a king. And the second thing of the two could happen. You guys are laying in the bed cozy at night. That spooning thing. White people call it spooning. Black people call it dig the booty. Laying in the bed. Everything's quiet. Just finished making sweet love, screwing, fucking. Whatever it is that y'all do, y'all just finished doing it. And everybody's nice and relaxed and feeling good, right? But you still haven't built them up to be a king. All of a sudden, you hear cling. That's that's my sound effect for when the window breaks. Cling. <clears throat> I was hot. Cling. The window breaks, and y'all look at each other, and you want him to go downstairs and do some king shit. But you done took his balls. Didn't build him up to be a king. So now y'all looking at each other, talking about y'all gonna hide and shit. Well, he should just go take care of that shit. Somebody in the fucking house. Just some random shit that I be thinking about. Hey, you ever, um, you ever ponder your existence? I used to watch this show when I was younger called, um, called Quantum Leap, right? So, the way the show was, the way the show was set up, the platform of the show was set up was, it was, it was like a timekeeper type guy. And the star of the show So the star of the show would warp in and out of different eras in, in and out of different time zones and shit In like a capsule And he could never leave until And he was always He would always morph into somebody else's body And he would pass by a mirror So you could see who the actual person was That he was trapped inside of But the rest of the show he, It would actually show the actor's um, face and his body And he could never leave or warp to the next thing Or get back home to where he wanted to be Until the mission was complete so at times i i kind of i don't know i kind of think like not my future not your future necessarily pondering but pondering your existence means your ponderance of today right what's your mission today and will we not be able to graduate until we finish the mission and then even further, like I'm a nerd, so even further, if my dad graduated, my dad passed away, 
I miss them. I miss them bad. Sometimes I just start fucking crying, man. I, I miss them. I miss them horribly, terribly. Him and my grandfather. The two people on this planet that I just felt like the only two people who will ever understand me. But either way, uh, he graduated. He moved on. His mission was complete. At that exact moment, what was it? What was the destiny that he fulfilled? What was the mission that he fulfilled? Not necessarily destiny or fate because it's hard to believe that we're not in control of our everyday. Um, but what was it that he fulfilled that allowed him to move on? I hope there's something else after this. Because I miss him. I want to see him again. Soon. But not too soon, Pops. I hope it's not true what they say that the sins of the parents fall upon their children. Because, man, if that's the case, man, my kids are in for a fucking doozy. I fucked up a lot and I wronged a lot of people. You know what it is to be a man that's taken life? Am I supposed to give life back to replace it? Is that only when my mission is going to be fulfilled? Man, my ponderance, is, 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 it, it covers such a wide spectrum and I, I don't know. Like the, the unknown used to be something, a variant that, that variable that, that used to interest me um, would fulfill me. But now the unknown is becoming to be a little bit scary. I just don't know. I don't know. But I tell you what I can hope for. I hope I got enough time to make this shit right. I've hurt a lot of feelings and I did something recently that, that hurt two people. And to both of them, I want to apologize. I'm sorry. I try to be selfless, but at times, even that gets to me. And I, I'm, I'm just a man. I fuck up a lot. But I hope that I have enough time left in this world to try to balance out on my scale. If you know me, I'm always talking about my scales, how I put, thing on the, put things on the scale and weigh them out and see what is the good and what is the bad. And I hope before my day is up, before my mission is fulfilled, I can only hope that I have enough time left to try to even out some of the bad and add some good to it. Bam.